Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Parent Q Live. Carlos Enrique Whitaker Guzman Archibol Cabello is my name, or Los for short, here with our incredible co-host, Cristina Ivy. How are you, amiga? I'm good. I just learned that you can also go by Carl. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> I can go by Carl. Now, let me just go ahead and, and explain this really quickly. I have a kind of a podcast voice. Um, I mean, my wife says that when I podcast, I go from being Carlos Whitaker to Carl Witt. And that's just kind of my alter ego. So if you want to call me Carl, Christina, then you can. It's absolutely <laughs> great. We are going to be talking about something today that, I mean, honestly, after having this conversation, I'm, I'm really excited to be a grandpa. Because we're talking about grandparenting today. Now, so Hala, Is there something you need to no, tell us? If, if my 15-year-old daughter is listening, we, we, I'm not that excited. So, you know, we can slow down. But um, also, this conversation is going to be, okay, if, already if you heard grandparenting and you're not a grandparent, don't turn it off. Because I promise you that this conversation is going to help you help engage your parents if you're a parent. I don't know if there's any kids listening to this podcast right now. So um, it's going to help you learn how to engage them better and how to better utilize and widen the circle um, in, in your kid's life with this incredible, I don't want to call grandparents a tool, Kristen, <laughs> but... but but uh, You probably shouldn't. I, I shouldn't. Okay. But with, with, with this incredible gift of a relationship that they have, I know um, speaking of being a grandparent... Uh, uh, the other day I'm on Facebook and listen, I'm a, how old am I? 43, 42 uh, year old dude. And one of my, one of my friends on Facebook, this is the first one that I've realized that graduated with me in high school, just had a grandchild and I freaked out because I was like, <gasps> Papa Carl. Yeah. I mean, it would be Papa Carl. I don't know what my grandpa name would be. Papa Carl. Maybe that will be my name, but nonetheless, it shocked me because I'm like, oh my gosh. But yeah, he had a child pretty soon after high school and then his child had a child. And so this is a little bit, um, I, I'm actually a little bit more interested in the conversation because uh, this could happen fairly quickly for me. And, and it's, uh, I'm kind of freaking out about that. So double ARP, go ahead and send me the pamphlet, whatever it is that you need to send. And, uh, what, what, are, what about you? What are, what are your thoughts on the whole kind of grandparenting thing? You're, you're in no way, shape or form even close to being a grandparent. Um, and let, let me just go and put this in. I'm not either, people. Okay, so <laughs> I don't want you imagining that, that I'm I mean, just I'm going to reach dude. out to Sohala later just to check. <laughs> okay, okay, you just reach out. But talk to me about, about kind of you and, and, and this whole conversation, Chris. I'm excited to have a conversation um, today about grandparenting for a lot of reasons. But one is just because so often I'm, I'm a busy parent. I'm, there's so many things that are pulling my time in different directions. And I get tired. I get worn out. And I'm just honestly sometimes looking for help. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like I'm sending up a white flag. Like, I'm, I'm done. I need some help over here. Um, and... It's easy to forget that there's somebody eager and waiting and leaning in, mm. wanting to help us as parents if we just remember that they're there. Yeah. And that, That's I, good. that I think is what this conversation is all about to remind us, hey, if you're tired, if you're weary, if you're kind of down and you feel like I just need some help in this, I'm sending up flags, I'm, I'm surrendering, maybe, maybe. there's probably somebody here who loves your kid really honestly, maybe as much as you do, who's mm. wanting to help you out. Yeah, that's good. Yes. So today on the episode, we have Sherry Surratt, who is the executive director of family strategy uh, here at Orange. And so Parent Q falls underneath that, right, Kristen? It does. Everything Parent Q. Everything Parent Q. So she is going to be the pro 
uh, grandparent on this podcast. And I'll just go be honest. She is as, as hip of a grandma as I've ever met. Absolutely. I don't think she wants to be called a grandma, though. Well, we'll find out. We'll, fi- we'll find out. Hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Sherry Surratt. Welcome to the table, Sherry. How are you, friend? Oh, I'm doing great. It is so great to be here today. Thanks for having me. You, oh, I'm, you're welcome for having you. Kristen, hey. how's it been going, amiga? Great. It's fun to all three be here together. I know. And yes. we're going to be talking about um, we're going to be talking about something I don't think we've, since I've been part of the podcast, talked about yet, which is, uh, what, what do we call it, the grandparenthood, grandparentship, uh, grandparentness? <laughs> what would you like it to be called, Sherry? Oh, man. You know, anything but grandma, because, okay. you know, that's the deal now. When you're a grandparent, you, you have a name. Yes. Yeah, so mine what's is, your name? Mine oh, is yeah. Mimi. Oh, it is. Mimi, yes. And uh, my husband is Papa. Okay. And uh, so so it's it's against the house rules to ever call me grandma, because okay. you're going to get slapped. Now, I need to know, though, Did was Mimi a collaboration between your daughter, or is it your son's... Um, Child. It's my son's your, child. Your son's yeah. child and, and yourself. Or is, was this kind of like, no, my name is Sherry and I'm going to come up with my own grandma name. You know, I kind of took took the uh, took the lead there. You did. I said, this is going to be my <laughs> name. Well, well, and here's what happened. Our first, we have three grandkids. Um, our first one, when she was born, she had trouble pronouncing that. So she could say Papa. did that really quickly. Yeah. And with me, it came out blah, blah. And so then I'm, I'm rethinking it. I'm thinking this is not good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not good. So Mimi. Mimi. Mimi it is. Yes, Mimi it is. is. Um, so yeah. if, if I, you know, lovingly refer to you as Mimi during that's the podcast, right. is that okay? I'm not your grandma, but uh, you can That's right, right. That's right. No, that's, <laughs> let us, let's clear that up really quickly that Sherry is not, in fact, my grandmother, uh, if I happen to call her <laughs> Mimi on the podcast. What we're going to be doing today, um, Sherry, and why I'm really excited about the conversation is, is one of the, one of the things that we love to talk about here is to widen the circle. And yeah. what does that look like, you know, as a, as a parent? And, and what does that look like? A lot of parents that are listening to this um, may have an opportunity to do that, that they, they don't even know in their grandparents. Yeah. And so um, I'd love to just kind of start the conversation off with that is you know, simply leveraging grandparents, Mimi's, as you widen your circle in parents. And Papa's. And Papa's, yeah. And Papa's, that's right. Yeah. You know, it, it is so critically important um, uh, now in today's age, many times you move away from your parents. So maybe you're not even close in proximity to, you know, your kids, grandparents, but man, what an incredible opportunity to widen the circle with people mm. who already think those are the best humans in the world. Right. Yes. So I look at my grandkids, uh, two granddaughters and one grandson. My grandson just is four months old, but literally Carlos, he's brilliant. I mean, he seriously, yeah, of he's, course. he's about to write his first concerto. <laughs> I mean, he's just, there's nothing he cannot do. And, uh, These kids are so fun. And every time my daughter-in-law or my son opens the door, even just a little bit, Uh with pictures, with information, telling me about them, inviting me into their life, I'm ecstatic and so ready to go. Wow. Because uh, just uh, being a part of their lives is so critically important. And, you know, from their perspective, my daughter-in-law has said... um, how helpful that is mm. just to have us not just for babysitting right but just to be able to enjoy them together to yeah. celebrate them together to bring a perspective they cannot have as parents alone I, I love the enjoy them together because I think 
one of the things that parents can fall into. And I know we did it when my kids were little is, Oh, grandma and grandpa, they can watch the kids so that we can go, right. you know, we can, which is, which is fine. Uh, right. But what I loved about what you just said is no, what about enjoying them together? What does that look like? Um, maybe, maybe even step a little farther into that part of the conversation on, yeah, on that. You know, uh, one of the things, uh, my kids do, my son and daughter-in-law is they, they'll share funny stories. Mm. Um, and, uh, we, we think they're hilarious. And so we laugh together and it's an opportunity to, kind of bring in several generations. So Maggie, our oldest granddaughter, will say the word actually. She talks like a 30-year-old. My son did that exact same thing. Really? And it's kind of cool to be able to talk about that together and say, you know, that's that's not just an accident. That's generational. Yeah. And yeah. that's a perspective we can bring that, that they wouldn't have otherwise. Love. And we enjoy those kids together. We... Um, we, we go to their sporting events whenever we can or other events. We celebrate their accomplishments in school. It's another added voice, you know, in widening the circle that can speak into the life of that child. So I love the way that you talk about when your kids open the door, even just a crack. Yes. But as a parent, I'm over here wondering, how do I do that? I mean, how do I open the door a crack for a grandparent to want to step in and engage? And what does that look like? Yeah. And you know, with social media, it's so much easier now, even though... My grandkids are about 20 minutes away. I check Instagram every single day to catch pictures and videos mm. of my grandkids. And uh, my daughter-in-law does that. She posts a lot. Um, she will uh, FaceTime us just at odd moments of the day so that uh, we can talk with our grandkids. Um, even baby Mason, who's laying on the floor, who who even though he's about to write his first concerto, he's yes, really not absolutely. saying that many words yet, um, you know, she'll, she'll FaceTime us and just show, show us how he coos. Um, those glimpses into the everyday life of my grandkids are so critically important. Another thing my daughter-in-law does is she talks to us about hmm. the kids, hmm. just telling us oh, the, the silly things they do every day. And it just lets me know, um, their personalities and what they're like, even in those moments, I can't be there. Yeah, I love that. I love the way that you're raising the bar for what widening the circle with yes. grandparents can look like. I recently came across an article by Vern Bingson, and he was talking about in his book, actually in the book, Families and Faith. He had a whole section mm. dedicated to the importance of grandparents in this generation mm. because things are changing in grandparents of this generation. I'm yeah, um, just suggesting that grandparents actually have more influence with kids than in any other generation before. Wow. Partly because parents are busy, parents have so many other things going on, grandparents have more time to invest in their kids, um, and just more of an ability uh, now than maybe ever before. How do you feel like it's different for your generation in grandparenting? Yeah, you know, I, I, th I think it is vastly different. I had great grandparents growing up, but um, and we I was fortunate to live close by them, but uh, I will have to say... Jeff and I are much more involved in the day-to-day -day lives of our grandkids than my grandparents were with me, and mm. they were great grandparents, but um, we're, we're all up in their business in a good way, <laughs> right? So uh, my, my oldest granddaughter just started first grade this year, and so I took her school clothes shopping, mm. and my grandparents never did that. Wow. For one thing, we have uh, a, more financial resources mm. than our grandparents did, and I think that's true of a lot of grandparents today. Um, we're still living our lives. Uh, we are not even thinking about retirement. We're yeah. not even close. Whereas the memories I have of my grandparents was, um, 
they, they were at home and they baked and my grandma <laughs> knitted. And I'll tell you what, that is not me. <laughs> I, I'm not, uh, it's not Mimi. Yeah. It's, it's not, not, it's not Mimi. Me, no. Mimi is, is rocking some jeans with some holes in the knees right now. Mimi is not looking <laughs> like my grandma looked. It is different. And uh, I think, uh, grandparents all over the world feel it. I have lots of conversations about grandparents who they are not slowing down. In fact, they're mm. speeding up yeah. and it's fun. I think it's a great thing to show your grandkids just because you are older, you are not dead yet. And <laughs> you know, you still can accomplish things and still be able to really speak life into your grandkids. Yeah. Can I just say one of my favorite things, this is a personal story, but my, yeah. my mom does something that I think is amazing. And it's my favorite grandparent thing that she mm. does. She comes out and they, she connects great with my kids and invests in my kids. And we're so grateful for everything that they do. Um, but one of my favorite things is a few years ago, she decided she was going to serve through something called Meals on Wheels. They mm. take meals to families that need them. So she goes to the church, she gets warm, warm meals and delivers them every Thursday. And so once a month, she goes and takes my kids on a Thursday and then she'll have another day where she'll take my sister's kids and they get to serve alongside her. Hmm. And that's just been one of the most fantastic things for my family. That's an example, I guess in my own world, I'm thinking through as you're talking about how grandparents engage in ways that maybe look different. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it does. And you know, I think uh, we're more mobile now Mm. as a society. We travel a lot more. My grandparents uh, never traveled outside the United States. Um, Jeff and I travel a lot internationally and we talk to our grandkids about what is life like in other places. So we'd recently gone to Italy. We were talking to our, our, our grandkids about that. And my granddaughter said, did you eat spaghetti for breakfast every day? (laughs) It was like, that would be like the best thing in the world. You know? Um, I think that's another added perspective Mm. that we bring kind of from the changing world of grandparents today. Ah, I love that. One thing I'd love to ask you, now, how old are your grandkids right now? They are four months, uh, four, and almost seven. Okay, so I'm sitting in a season where I've got a 15-year-old, okay? Mm-hmm. And and I could very feasibly in the next seven, I'm, I'm trying to get you, so Hala, if you're listening to this, to not have children until <laughs> a little bit later. But but I mean, in 10 years, she, she she's going to be 25. And I could yeah. very easily be sitting where you're, you're Absolutely. sitting as a grandparent. And I think it creeps up on parents a lot faster than mm-hmm. we, me, I would ever even imagine. And yeah. so can you maybe even talk to us about some parents that are listening that aren't grandparents, but their yeah. their kids are teenagers are getting older, about what, what that maybe even emotionally and mentally spiritual, whatever it may be, transition kind of, how did you do that, I guess? Yeah, you know, I went through a little bit of a personal crisis uh, when my first grandchild was born because I thought, okay, now who am I? Right. You know, I, I was a parent, and then I was an empty nest parent, mm-hmm. uh, then I was a mother-in-law, now I'm a grandparent, what does that mean? And I remember thinking, maybe I don't act dignified enough to be <laughs> wow. a grandma, you know? And then I stepped back and I started looking at other grandparents that I admired and they were the ones who were still movers and shakers. So good. Still having so much fun. I want my grandkids to see the fullness of life Mm. in me. I don't want them to think of me as somebody who just sat in my chair and uh, watched TV. I want them to see that even as I get older, life is still so much fun. There are Uh, adventures to be had. I want to take my grandkids on adventures with me. That's what I want them to see. You make grandparenting 
sounds so exciting. It doesn't, don't I'm you? I'm excited about it. I know, it. me too. Yeah, it is the best part of life. Seriously, my husband and I often joke, why didn't we just skip here? Why, why, why have kids? Let's just go straight to there. And, you know, of course, we're joking there, but it is. it literally is the, the funnest part of life. I, I love it. I love it. As, um... Kind of moving in transition, speaking of transitioning to grandparents, we're going to transition the conversation even just a little bit. One of the roles as, as a, as Mima here, uh, here in, in Atlanta where, where Orange is, you're the executive director of family strategy, Correct. um, here. And so you are, you are very busy, um, as, as a grandparent, um, but not, not as a grandparent. I'd love to even talk about some of the things that, that, that you're overseeing right now. One specifically, um, coming from Parent Q is the app and yeah. there's been a lot of heart mind and soul put into this parent Q app. Um, we haven't specifically sat down for a long extended period of time to talk to our listeners about really some of the ins and outs and heartbeat behind it. Why don't you step into that for a second with us? Yeah. You know, when we thought about what could this app be, the parent Q app, we, we thought even beyond parents, what could it be for grandparents as well? And what it does is it every single week refreshes with new content that connects the parent or the grandparent with a curriculum Bible story, memory verse, um, the bottom line of the lesson that goes with the curriculum. It also connects them to a phase cue. So mm. a parent can open this up, a grandparent can open this up and see what is the developmental phase of their child today, yeah. which is so so critically important and then it also um, gives you the countdown so it tells you reminds you how many weeks you have left with your child <sighs> until they graduate and oh. we don't do that we don't do that to throw you into hysterics right sure, sure. we do that so that you will use the time wisely when you know how much time you have left you tend to do more with the time you have now oh absolutely yeah yeah I, I just opened it up as you're as you're talking right now yeah. uh, actually during a podcast previous to this well, that we were recording earlier today it pushed notified which basically means that it sent a, a message to me on my phone without me doing anything about my daughter Sohela and yeah. how I need to connect with her today and I opened up the app and there's her beautiful face right there right in front of me and you know it's 204 weeks until graduation I mean it, right. it says it right there when I open it up She's 801 weeks old. You know how we talked about our kids when, when they're really little. Oh, you know, she's seven weeks. Well, my daughter is 801 weeks old, uh, but I love it. You're right. I mean, it, it gives me what to read, what to remember, what to talk about and what to do. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like if this isn't a dream for a parent, a very busy parent, um, I don't know what is. It, it, I love it. And I, I use it as a grandparent. I put in my grandkids in there and um, check it every single Monday when the new content comes out. It reminds me of a couple of things. It reminds me of the bigger purpose of who I am, right? Mm. I'm Sherry. Uh, I work at Orange. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. But I'm also a grandma. Uh, ooh, I said that uh, word. Mimi, right? right? Mimi. <laughs> Hello, <Yeah>. Mimi. <laughs> I'm a Mimi who every single week has an opportunity to speak into these grandkids. And I want to take that opportunity. It also reminds me to pray for them because their picture pops up, you know? Yeah. And I see their sweet little face and it just reminds me of the hopes and dreams we have for each one of them and just prompts me, just take a couple seconds and pray for those kids today. Mm -hmm. um, you know what? I want to tell parents and grandparents, if you haven't downloaded that app, you are missing out. Absolutely. Download it today. Absolutely. So so where, where can they download it? Where? You know, it's available on iTunes and uh -huh. Google Store. Okay, so both totally both phones. free. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we don't have it. You guys cannot complain, you Android people. That's We've right. got you covered. That's exactly right. Refreshes every single week. Okay. Check it out right now. Yeah. So download it there. And how? I think it's interesting. I'd love for, I don't know, Kristen, if you know, or you know, how many people have downloaded or, or users on it or? 
What's the number? You know, right now I think we're uh, over 40,000. And it's been four months. So that's 40,000 in a short window of time. Wow. Yeah. Church leaders, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, even Mm. uh, people who just have a a favorite child somewhere in their life, they're using this app to stay connected with those kids. And it's incredible. So good. So good. Oh, well, that's great. That's awesome. Kristen, I think we're going to continue to shift the conversation now. Yeah. So as we think about grandparenting, I'm just going to be honest with you, Sherry, as a parent, sometimes there's tension in the relationship between parenting and grandparenting, primarily because of the thing you started right out the gate naming, which is you both care about the kid. You both Mm -hmm. care about this kid so much that your heart wants to burst because you see their potential. You see how amazing they are. You could not love this kid more. And yet there's just a little bit of sensitivity sometimes in the dynamic of that relationship. Sure. Yeah. You know, I I try to be really mindful, especially with my daughter-in-law, that I need to be open to new ways of parenting, Mm, right? And it's really cool because while I feel like I have experience to bring to the table things that we've experienced as the kids, my kids have gotten older, that she couldn't possibly have yet, um, I also can learn from her because she is tied into just the latest, you know, theories and all the kind of (laughs) stuff that's out there in parenting. And I'll be honest, sometimes I'll hear things... um, and I, I think to myself, that is really wacky, yeah. you know, yeah. but, but, uh, she's the mom yeah, and she is. my son is the dad and I have to respect that. And there mm. are times literally when I bite my lip and I wow. think, okay, this is a piece of advice I need to keep to myself right mm. now. And I don't say it, but there are other times, um, when I do feel like, uh, I can bring, uh, a sense of calmness, um, mm it's going to be okay. We went through that too with Mike or Brittany and it's going to be all right. You don't need to panic over that. So there are definitely times when we can bring wisdom. Cause every generation of parenting wants to try new, something new yeah, in there. You sure. know, we want to try something unique and yet it can be such a sensitive thing to step into. Gosh. Like if you want to change the way you parent your kids, it doesn't necessarily mean you think your parents did a bad job. Right. You know, I mean, exactly. you, you just may want to try something new for yeah. a season or there may be a, something that you see as a grandparent to bring perspective, but you don't necessarily intend to communicate that you think they're parenting in the wrong way. Yeah. And, you know, just like our kids can be sensitive to maybe some of the things we say, we as grandparents can get our feelings hurt when we hear our kids say, like my daughter said the other day, well, when I have kids, I'm not going to make them <laughs> drink, you know, tomato juice. I don't even remember making my daughter do that. Right, right. But, um, I, I think we need to be open to the fact that our kids will parent differently mm. and that's, that's not great. bad. Yeah. Um, and some things are opinions, right? And we need to sometimes just keep our opinions to ourselves. Other things are timeless pieces of truth mm. that we can bring, but we also need to remember that some of the, the medical things, some of the cultural things that are huge now maybe weren't so big when our kids were little. Yeah. You know, my husband and I laugh a lot in that we grew up in the generation where we never had a car seat. Oh, no, I, I wasn't even belted in. I just rolled around the <laughs> rolled car around, with yeah. freedom. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know that my parents would have noticed if I'd have fallen off the window. Right. But now, you know, we're hyper vigilant about those car seats and strapping them in. And that's really important. Yeah. Hey, that's a good thing. It is a <laughs> very a great good advancement. thing. Exactly. Things change. Yeah. And we need to be open to that and respectful of that. It's so funny. I remember... You know, I was born in 1974, and I remember on a road trip across the country, my parents, we had a Buick Regal, and they had bought some sort of, the only thing I could describe is like a, 
like a like a cot that went from the the edge of the back seat it, we're just in a you know just a normal car to the front seat to where basically it extended it extended our play area in the back so i mean we were my brother and i were just you know we'd get under that thing and we'd mm-hmm. sit on top it was like a fort you know and i'm like i can't believe we drove from <laughs> la to atlanta just r- crawling all over the back seat you know not strapped in it is and so you're funny. still alive to tell and i'm it. still it's alive like, you know my husband it. talks about uh you know that space in the back window uh it, there's a little space when he was little he'd crawl up in there so he'd lay up there yeah yeah, and yeah. while his um older brother and sister sat in the seat well, his dad one time had to apply the brakes quickly. He rolls down on the brother and the sister. <laughs> one of them screams out an expletive. Oh, yeah. And everybody got spankings. Oh, yeah, everybody did. That was everybody's fault. That's so, so good. Well, uh, Sherry, this is actually, I know this isn't going to be the last time that we have you uh, in the conversation talking about this. This has been very, very insightful, I know, for the listeners as well. So, anyway, from Kristen and myself, thanks for hanging out with us today. Oh, so much fun. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll talk about grandparenting forever. Yes. Just love it, love it. And I um, want to encourage the grandparents out there, anybody who's listening, um, just just remember the bigness of what you do. And for parents who are listening, um, you know, just, just try to open the door, just a crack, let the grandparents in, mm. just share things about your, your their grandkids and let them share the joy. There it is. Thanks, guys. Little did I know how excited I would be about a conversation on grandparenting. Um, But gosh, it just, it makes me realize that being a grandparent uh, is, is really could be the beginning of something beautiful. And so what I loved about the conversation and really what Sherry set up right there at the end is a great cue for grandparents that are out there. And even for parents that are out there, open the door and let your grandparents in, in a way that you may not have thought before, let them in leverage the grandparents love and influence in your kids' lives. Um, An absolutely incredible conversation with Sherry. So if you guys know any grandparents that would love to listen to this podcast, send them the link to the podcast. Send them a link to theparentq.org, wherever it is you think that they can get to us. And we would love for you guys to do a few things, kind of like I let you guys know every single week subscribe to the podcast. Um, Make sure you're subscribing so that these podcasts are just pushed to your phone. You don't have to dig. They're just going to end up there. Also, leave a review on iTunes or wherever it is that you download the podcast. Just so you guys know, whenever you leave a review anywhere, it really helps um, push up the platform of the Parent Q Live podcast, and it really lets other people see it a little bit better as well. Subscribe, leave a review, and also make sure that you go and check out the show notes at theparentq.org. You guys can do that as well. And for Kristen, Carlos Whitaker saying thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time on Parent Q Live. Hmm.